hello, 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 soul friends, and welcome to this episode of Shine Your Soul Light podcast, where we are sharing the voices of visionaries who are leading in the golden age. My name is Mary Gooden, and I will be your host. Truly, my mission is to support others in defining and aligning with their ever-evolving mission and to restore the highest frequency of unconditional love all across the planet. I do so with courage and authenticity as the heart of humanity. So I ask that we all just take a moment of silence and stillness to close the eyes and open the heart. May we anchor in love, compassion, and grace. And may we receive wisdom, guidance, and inspiration. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, joining me today on this fabulous episode is uh, the one and only Kim Van Dishan. Uh, I'm going to let her spell that out later, but uh, she is a magnificent uh, soul being, and I'm I'm going right off of uh, what I've been feeling just pre-show. A sacred architect a channel and transformational healer and teacher who supports others across the globe uh, to stand in the same mission to reconnect to love and awaken to this unique wisdom that is already within us um, amplifying the ability to fully embody their divine potential with the speed of light. I love this so much, Kim. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. And uh, thank you. Thank you for being willing and committed to, to stand in the sacred work of bringing back that, that wholeness, that vibration of, of true love and acceptance. So share with our listeners um, where you're joining us from and uh, in your own vibration, really the wholeheartedness of your 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 sacred soul fire thank you first i want to thank you for inviting me within the sacred space and sharing and co-creating our energies and it's really uh, beautiful and i'm joining you from the netherlands so uh, that's also why my last name is a little bit more difficult to pronounce it's kim van der zande but it's fine in any way so uh, i thank you for that and it's really it's an honor to be on this journey and to serve in a larger way but it's also true just our own experiences and through our own life journeys we get inv invitations to grow and expand and then at one point you get so excited about what you learn and what you've experienced that you that you understand that more people need to know this and that is yeah the spark of an of a journey of inspiring others of of stepping in the work as a light work in whatever way we are called but uh, it's also interesting that as you go through this journey it, it is afterwards you see oh that is what my initiation was or that was that was what then was sparked but it is sometimes possible even after after later years that we understand what was sparked or yeah so but i'm i'm grateful to be on this mission and to awaken people to the love because it truly is we hold so much potential within us but it's going through the layers to connect deeper within our essence and when we do there's so much magic opening up and so much uh, yeah but it's just a journey of remembering and uh, so it's me remembering who i am and then inspiring others through my beingness to also remind them of who they are so yeah and thank you so much would you share with us a little bit more about uh, the different experiences of how that's looked like for you and the way you kind of move through uh, in your transformation um, 
in retreats, in hosting retreats and, and being called to sacred lands and honoring the invitation because, you know, it's a big part of, of shining our light and serving in, in, on purpose or in mission. Uh, and we talked a little bit about this pre-show, but being willing to, to let go and, and, and go in the direction you're feeling guided and called, I think it's a powerful piece to share. It is because it's not always also when I started my journey. Well, it's not a journey that is that is set out in the 10 year plan. It's a journey of knowing that you need to follow your heart and knowing that you need to work on yourself consistently because this journey is constantly also for me. It's constantly inviting me to grow because through my growth, through my stretching, I can be over greater service because the moment something triggers me or the moment something challenges me it means that is a part of me that is willing to grow and it's just my body giving me an opportunity to go through that so that I can bring more light but it's also in the space of holding space for others the that's also what I what I consistently am doing is like the more pure my field is the more I can hold space for others but it also invites me like each time indeed now I'm organizing a tour to Egypt the moment you're you're saying that you already receive these vibrations you're already already holding space for this group but also already working through the transformation that needs to happen also within me to stand there fully in my light holding space for others to awaken theirs as well because it's always a co-creation i believe that when groups come together there is a sacred mission there is a, a sacred purpose but also a sacred in a way healing medicine that needs to happen and that is just something that that grows within us but it also is inviting every one of us and also for me to really look honest to what is happening in my field what is being presented and that is not a, a that's a i think too for most of, of people to understand it's not a journey always of joy and bliss and sometimes in the spiritual community that is the image that is being presented and and the moment we reach this next level it is joyful and it is blissful and and you notice that you can go through these shifts more quickly but it's also sometimes challenging and it's embracing the challenges and knowing that it isn't something to walk away from because we have the power within to go through whatever we have. We have the resilience. I think that's what I've learned the last couple of years, especially also in holding space. It is the resilience. The Also when we are holding a retreat or a sacred site that we're able to just dance with what comes on our path. Because it's not always when you hold retreats and you're working with other people. Also, that is not a set out plan. So you need to be willing to stretch yourself. You need to be willing to be so in tuned and so grounded in your love that everything can happen and that you can just hold this space of, yeah, unconditional love and beingness. It's almost allowing your vessels for, for life to be served in and through you. Yes, and it is. Caring for your vessel, being so careful for this, this glorious gift that we've been given, but getting so deeply connected to yourself that life and love and, and the things can be served through you. Mm -hmm. uh, and I agree with you and in, in, in parts of what you were saying is that eliminate, you know, it makes it easier to hold space for others when I know that I've stretched myself and I know that I have practices of doing this daily. Will you share an experience, a pivotal moment with the audience of where you you had to start leaning into sacred medicine to, <laughs> yes. to to get through the next part of your evolution yeah uh well well there are two two huge moments when i when i look back the first one is when i became a mom because i experienced a lot of things through my life had a burnout my father died young although well different moments in my life 
But it all showed me in a way that I was not listening to the essence of my being and I was neglecting parts of myself. So when my girls were born, I really felt like, oh, I want them to be themselves. I want them to shine their light. I want them to just be able to express who they are in their confidence in everything that they want to bring into the world. But I, I thought, yeah, I can say that to them, but they are so pure still, they feel the vibration. So if I'm not doing that, it's like, okay, mom, <laughs> I hear you, but I see you doing something else. So that sparked a huge moment already that I thought oh, I need to go and work on myself. But I was still looking for the answers outside of myself or the solution in a quick fix or something. Or I was looking for the holy medicine, that one thing that would, have, would bring me back. And then a couple of years later, I, I got diagnosed with a chronic illness. And that was for me uh, at that moment, it was it reached such a depth point where nothing was possible anymore, where my life was just sleep and, and there was so much around me that but that awakened within me, I, I had a choice. At one point there was this light within me and now I understand it was the flower of love council that already was coming forward. But it was this light within me that awakened and that said, you have a choice. You have a choice to go down this spiral of chronic illness or you have a choice to, to rise up and to, to create the life you're here, you're meant here to live. But through that everything fell away around me, I was forced to go look within for the answers because there was nothing around me anymore. So through that, I reconnected to the essential part of me, the part of me that had been calling many years through all the diseases, through all the discomfort, but I wasn't ready to listen because I was looking for the answers outside of myself. And I think that was, and in many ways, you can you can name it, whatever you want and spirituality. and But in the end, it's about you reconnecting to the essence of your being and being happy and being joyful. And, and when you, allow that to happen it's just this this huge acceleration so for me and it wasn't easy but it created this deep-rooted desire for growth for expansion for it's almost like i tasted the honey and now i wanted more so i tasted the honey of my soul and now i wanted to explore i felt this light however small it was but i knew there was more it was almost like for me a remembering point of my soul it's like this door that opened a little bit and i could see through it but i couldn't see the whole picture but i knew i wanted to see more and that opened for me like this journey of growth so i found beautiful people on my path places opportunities courses books and each gave me keys that accelerated my growth and then at one point where doctors said i couldn't heal I healed and I, I did even more amazing, amazing things. But I thought if this is possible, who knows what more is possible? And people need to know this, that with your mindset, with changing your diet, with working on the totality of your body. So not only your, your body, but also your mind, your energy field, healing my emotions. I shifted in short time, everything. And that was just for me, like, oh, the world needs to know this, this empowering thing we have within us, but it is within us. And I think that's also, that sparked for me and that just awakened in three, four years, this whole journey where my business is now standing and I'm sharing it in a broader way and my channeling is more, more connected than ever, because that's also the more we tune in, the more our gifts and talents open up and the more we, we see the results, the more we trust we also have. So, yeah. That's so powerful, all of that. Will you share also, um, because it, there is, there's so much connectedness in everything that you just said. And most people are like, well, how do, where do I even begin? Would mm -hmm. you share um, maybe a few of the modalities or what modalities, if you have any, that, that maybe started early on your path that you, that you drew into from finding that light, you know, was it meditation? Yes. Was there Reiki? Was there, you know, were there, there are different layers of beginnings. <laughs> Asking open questions. 
that was my modality. In that, in that moment, in that light sparking moment, I knew, I felt in every cell of my body, there was more. So that awakened within me the spark. And then I keep asking the universe, show me, show me the way, lead me. I know this is my, this is not my truth. Show me what is. And then each time, and I think the most powerful thing is when you then receive inspiration, act upon it. So because in the end, that's also what I noticed in my own journey. And I think for your listeners as well, there's something unique you are here to bring. So within all the modalities, there are, might be keys, there might be beautiful solutions, but in the end, you are here to bring your own mix. And that was also for me. I found beautiful books on healthy food, so I eat vegan and gluten-free. But that's not for everyone the solution, but that was what my body wanted. And I did healing work, I did family constellations, I did um, past lifetime regressions, all kinds of things. But I, what I also noticed is that each time we're willing to leap, the next step will reveal itself. But if we never take the leap to take to the first step, it's also like, yeah, the, the next stepping stone will not be seen. So for me, it was asking open questions consistently the whole day long and knowing and trusting that there was something they knew there was something for me to grow into, but it's also letting go of the of the idea of the ego mind. So for me, it was also I didn't have an idea where I wanted to go. I only knew that I wanted to be healthy, and I just asked the universe, show me how. I wanted to be spend time with my girls and with my husband, and so I consistently kept in a space of wonder. And then because there was nothing, I could also act upon it because I had no no. Uh, how do you say no vision of how it needed to be because that is sometimes also a difficult thing when we set a goal we already have a vision oh it needs to look like this and when the universe gives you then something else that in essence will bring you the same but we don't see it for what it is so it's also in that moment i just had the openness and and i think yeah there was think a... you just decided to live and uh, why i like to hear more of that and and to reflect that to the audiences you know it goes back to that we have a choice to live yes or we have a choice to to suffer is what I'm going to put on the end of it. We're yeah, going to live or we're going to suffer. And we're going to either play, you, you know, just to speak to all listeners in some way, you're either going to stay in the 3D or you're going to get into the 5D and move up to the yeah. 3D. You're either going to choose yourself and being the the example of everything that that you desire to see in your life, or you're going to pretend and you're going to be inauthentic and yes. stay in the muck. And yeah. um, I, you know, we hate that, like, that it brings us to a, an experience that feels, oh, so disheartening or, or an illness, or for me, it was panic attacks. It was, it was, yeah. it was the idea that I have zero control. Mm -hmm. And yes. if I wanted to figure out what was wrong with my body, I needed to get in my body yes. <laughs> and not listen to anything outside of my body. Yeah. Uh, it's a big choice to make. But as you had, I'm going to circle all the way back at one point that you had mentioned that it's not always joy and butterflies and rainbows. Uh, there is things that we need to move through to mm -hmm. get to that. But the outcome of living uh, does miraculous become more and more moments of joy and butterflies yeah. and rainbows than you could have ever thought existed. Yes. Yes. Um, it, it, in the full circle and it's all about going in and using any technique that that for you uh, to just start asking open-ended questions because there is something out there listening yeah. 
It is. Yeah. It truly is. Yeah. There is something out there listening and it really is you. And it's, it's being willing to open up. It's being willing to say it out loud and hear the yeah. vibration move through your body. <laughs> yeah, it is. But, but even if you don't believe that, I, I believe there's something else, but even if you, if you don't believe that, Asking open questions already from your mind shifts you from the problem into the openness. Okay, let's see. Let my brain work. Let my system work. So it already shifts your energy. And that is, again, having a choice from do I stay in the lack mindset or do I choose to open my field to to more and so that i that i show that i see what is possible yeah but it but again it's constantly a choice that's also now with with what i'm doing it's like okay i'm a young mom and i and i have my household and all those things and then a lot of people say you can't start your business but again it's focus and dedication i work in the morning then the afternoons i have the whole time till my girls go to bed and then i work in the evening but if you do what you love it brings you energy and suddenly things are possible but okay i need to to let go certain things but it all is also the thing that brings the most rewarding it's the most fulfilling because you're on mission and it's i think that's also a huge shift that we need to do if you really look honest to your life that was also before before my diagnosis or i did so many things for other people my whole schedule was filled with obligations that didn't fulfill me and why do we keep doing that now i'm on mission yes i sometimes do not all the social obligations but that is not for not fulfilling me it doesn't bring me true joy and now it's like okay i'm, I'm doing what i love and i'm contributing in a larger way but it's letting go also of the idea that sometimes we have been imprinted since we were young like okay if we grow up you need to go to college then you need to find a house a job and just a rat race of life and then but it's also being brave and being willing to step out of that and create it from new because that was also what my illness created for me because everything fell away i could create everything from scratch i could rebuild everything from something new but i it's also possible to not have that in your life so please don't let it come that far and <laughs> listen to this and and choose the, your direction yeah and in the biggest piece of all of that as you said the imprint mm -hmm. the, the imprint is really to to be an example and to share a frequency of those words joy and peace and freedom that is the imprint that we hoped to create when we jumped in like like souls on fire right yes. i want to get to the place where i know that i'm i'm raising the vibration of the collective that i'm doing something for the world and and being something in the world and really the from the truest place all that really is is asked of us is to raise our vibration to the highest level of joy, peace, and freedom. And to do so, it is following the inward journey and, yeah. and following our own passions. And I want to pull something in from relational because I know that you had said, you, you know, your daughters needed you to do this. And in fact, you're correct. They chose you to be this person mm -hmm. right here to show them how they can create the same imprint of joy and peace and freedom. And it's by living that way that we create it. So all those things that you just said, it is our it is our gift to humanity to find the happiest place within us and to continue to lead in that way, no matter what it looks like. Because mm -hmm. yeah. all those things that say you can't as a young mom do this or you shouldn't fill your time with this as a as a as a mature adult, or you you can't be a 17-year-old divine channel for the feminine Christ. 
that's yeah. all a program yes it is yeah it truly is yeah you know? but it, but even but even raising consciousness that it needs to be joyful is also a program because i truly believe when we are so centered within ourselves and we are able to dance with whatever comes on your path and you just can say to life yes bring it on bring the the tears the joy the laughter the being too much the being too loud the extreming the dancing if you can be that all, I think that is raising the vibration because then you can be from this embodied state, from this state of wholeness with everything that comes on your path and you're saying to life, yes. And then, because then you're the true uh, embodiment, but also the true raising of the vibration. Because if we if we keep pushing parts away of ourselves, like, oh, I can't be sad or I can't be screaming or I can't be loud. If, if something wants to be expressed, it's us allowing ourselves to be expressed. And through that, it is releasing not only for ourselves, but also for the collective. And I think if we can, so it's also stepping out of the idea that if we if we are on the spiritual path and we're not constantly living joy, that we're not contributing by you allowing your emotions to express. That's also what I learned in my own journey. The journey of embodiment is the journey of feeling because we're coming closer to ourselves. So it also means, and that's also through the teachings of love. I, I Before I started also with the channeling of my book and everything, before I started, I thought, oh, love, my life will be magical or my life will be, and my life in a way is more magical. But it's also by me embodying higher states of love. I'm also being asked to look at deeper shadow parts in myself because I can hold myself with more love from this centered space and through that i transform even more quickly and more beautiful things come on my path because i'm i'm bringing my field into cohesiveness but i needed to shift that in my mind because i thought i've been first i thought oh i'm doing something wrong why am i now now i'm embodying this love why am i now facing this deep shadow but I understood and also through me going to these sacred sites, especially after Egypt and also after Glastonbury, I experienced such a deep love field. But afterwards, I also experienced sort of such a sadness. And it was because I, I raised my vibration and now I could hold, it's almost like a mother having so much love and saying to her inner child, come here with everything that is there so that we can heal and we can transform. And that was what happened with me. But when you can see that, that's such an empowering state instead of judging, blaming, shaming yourself for feeling that. No, love yourself also in those spaces so they can come join you. And, and so it's a journey of wholeness and completion. But it's like also in that, I believe there needs to be a paradigm shift to really be honest about the journey of growth and expansion and, and the journey of of asking all these parts we neglected of ourselves to come back. And that, yeah, it's such a beautiful Do you way. think... And in all of that, um, do you think that that people can can physically in this lifetime stand in their healed self, their whole self, where it is those three alignments? There's three. There's joy. There's peace, and there is freedom. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about the emotions or all the the things that no. come. To be yes. in a place of freedom. To be co consistently in a place of peace with whatever exists. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think so, because sometimes the challenges I'm being faced right now, and they are beautiful because I learn a lot of myself. But if I would receive these challenges, let's say 10 years ago, I would have been so depressed. And now I am so centered within myself. It's like we shared prior to this, this conversation. This is the true mastery. The true mastery is just saying yes not knowing what is going to happen, but just being so confident in each and every moment, even though my, my mind thinks, oh, Kim, there's no safety net or there's no safety thing or, but just knowing in your heart, it's fine. Mm -hmm. And that is the true mastery. So indeed, that's a state of inner peace, of inner freedom, of 
yeah, in our love, and then then it's fine. And uh, yeah, a lot of energy. I feel <laughs> goosebumps everywhere. But it, there's a lot of energy being shared <laughs> through this conversation. So I hope your <laughs> listeners feel it as well. I think it's fun. Yeah, it's the funnest thing. So yeah. I'm just gonna take a quick reflection of. Um, I know that oftentimes stepping into the wholer self, into the better self, into uh, the next version, oftentimes. Uh, you had said earlier that you needed to do it for your children in that way. So how have you seen relation, relationships change for you as you've continued to show up as, as your best version, as your, your more loving self and your more accepted self? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, for my girls, I always love to see they're busy with mom. I want to manifest this and I want to create this. So they're, they're constantly asking open questions and they're already learning that if something triggers them, that, that they can do something within their field. And we also share openly, like we are also learning as parents. So we don't do everything perfect and you need to find your own truth. So also when a certain teacher says a certain thing, we say feel within your heart if it resonates because it's not like per se that what they're sharing is the truth. Feel within your body, feel and, and also really giving them for the rest of their life that wisdom like your body, your heart, that is your only truth. And then you can feel and tune in which pieces you like and which don't resonate with you and go for that and stand for that. But also just in my in my partner relationship, it's like through me holding my space, like my husband grew so beautifully the last few years, but he wasn't when I, when I got sick, he wasn't busy with, well, spiritual things. I don't, but let's name it that, with spiritual things. And he at first thought, oh, what are you doing, Kim? And why are you doing those things? But at one point he saw the transformation I was making. He saw my physical improvement and where I stood. So it inspired him, but it also asked me for the first couple of months to really stand in my light and to really say, this is what I feel to be true within my heart. And he had some resistance because he saw me changing. And the beautiful thing is, and I'm so grateful for that, that at one point he said, oh, I'm, I need to make a decision as well. Do I choose to grow with you in my own way? Because he needs to find his own teachings that resonate with him. Or do we, do we go apart? Because that is also at some point you can also hold each other back. And he chose to grow with me. So it's beautiful. And we consistently, well, sometimes there are moments where we are so in a different space and then we come back to to each other but it's beautiful to see that he has followed his own path of of spiritual teachings but in the essence it's all the same in the essence it's about love in the essence it's about you being who you came here to be and and i think that's also beautiful that if you can let your partner find his own way find his own teachings that is the most powerful way because it's not that what that my process is for him and if you can really let the other and it's also for our girls they need to find their own way. And I don't know how it is, you know, 10 years when they're older and they're a teenager, but now oh, <laughs> I'm I okay with Yeah, I think that's a whole different ball game, but I hope that I can still stay centered. It's a beautiful yeah. ball game. It, 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 I'm yeah. here with uh, 16 and 19 year old daughters mm-hmm. and I they had a good mix of both because I yeah. wasn't, uh, I was I was really hardwired into a three-dimensional place of a successful businesswoman while they were younger. Uh, and then they get they actually got to watch me evolve, which is exactly what they needed and why they chose me so that they could evolve perhaps a little bit sooner. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's magnificent. Uh, yeah. You know, all outcomes are magnificent, though, aren't they? Because they are what they are. They're divinely designed as well. So it's also in that trusting and, and yeah. 
Yes, it is. We did talk about that on a previous episode and, and that that even in partnerships, we still have our own soul contracts. We still have our own things and ways to be and do. And and same with our children. They have their own experience and we're mm. just we're just parentals, the hosts, the guides yeah. in some ways. Not nothing is owned by us, but uh, that I too went through that. This is um, with my partner, Richard, my husband, is he has his own things that he came here mm-hmm. to serve and do and his mm-hmm. own techniques. And I have mine. And once we came into that unified place with that, mm-hmm. it's all acceptance. Yeah, it is. It's, yeah. Been the, it's been divine love in a human form for us, yeah. a soul yeah. love Yes. That, that we get to express our own ways and still come back to each other and mm-hmm. have, have our expression together it's beautiful yeah but but i think just in general that's an important key that we we can all hold our own truth and and be together in love and harmony and yeah so that's beautiful yeah i like to say um something like when you come to a place where you're no you no longer take offense to anyone yeah. else yeah it's notorious because offense is what creates <laughs> the yeah. turmoil in our lives if we can if if i want somebody to accept me i mm. need to be willing to accept them there's nothing in between that no Period. it's not no uh, but well, but it's also coming then back to the beginning like holding space for others and, and hosting tours it's the same the more pure our field the less triggers the less yeah so if we can't be there from openness yeah it's I like key. to call them activators now instead of triggers. I changed yeah, the word. That's a beautiful word. Yes, <laughs> it is. Yeah, but it is. It's it's a chance for something to evolve. Yeah, so I love that. I love that. Yeah, I do and that. Activators. I always like. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to use the words that I want, and uh, and that's yes. just the way it goes. Share with us now. Speaking of words, Kim, uh, one word that that really describes how it feels for you to lead in this this visionary age this golden age of love and miracles and and divine connection yeah there are so many words for me but i but i think it's still key for me it's a rocket fuel (laughs) if i see how quickly each time my life keeps transforming with the fuel of love it is just magical and uh, I think the moment we take that train it just keeps on accelerating and it's just um, yeah it's just saying yes to the right and then allowing your highest self and all the different parts of you to lead you and just yeah surrender surrender to a deeper trust and knowing within yourself yeah Yeah, so what was your word rocket fuel rocket fuel because it's like since I the moment I tapped in it just it just I I already thought my life was busy prior but afterwards it just uh, and now it keeps on accelerating so it's like uh, yeah there's no stopping it's true i say, i've been saying hearing that a lot from my vessel like we're moving at the speed of light no doubt no doubt <laughs> but it's yeah. it feels different than the way that we would we would think that that is it, it because yeah. we're, we're doing it's purposeful and with passion it it's is not yeah. with aggression and striving it's purpose no. with passion and it's just it's like rocket fuel i love yeah. it yes. thank you thank yes. you thank you thank You're you and, and last thing what what is the best way that our audience can connect with you one way kim that is the easiest way to get in your field i think uh, read my book i think that's the first beautiful start so uh, I'm going to share a link to your book and perhaps your website uh, on the show notes, everyone. So yes. um, 
I'll have that on the show notes. Send me to that, send that to me and I'll put it right on the show notes because I think that's a magnificent way to, to learn more about and, you. And you can always email me or find me on Facebook, but I think the book shares the beautiful love frequencies or yeah, so it's a beautiful representation of that. So much love for you, Kim. Thank you, thank yes. you for sharing uh, and shining your light in such a way um, as we get to do because we choose to. Mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> also you for stepping into this space creating and for being you and sharing that Thank with you. the world yeah i think it's the fun the most fun i've had in this lifetime is to just be be a placeholder and to connect with people like you and to share these stories to share mm -hmm. the voices of good bad and indifferent and how it all leads to this place of wholeness and, and light so yeah. to our audience, as always, thank you for listening until we get to share in this collective space again. I say, keep shining your light, keep sharing your love and your truth with the world because that, that's living. Bye for now, friends. Thank you. <laughs>